Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? What the, by the way, this is take two. Uh, ACC tailgate, welcome in uh, here on Chris Landry Football. We're going to try this again. Uh, so I was just live, or I thought I was live for about the last two minutes, and then I got some kind of notification saying that the connection wasn't good or I wasn't live, even though I was supposed to be. Uh, so I decided to restart this and uh, get this thing rebooted. I think we're good now. Um, take a quick look at my Chris. Yep, we're good. Because I see my mug on Chris Landry football. So how's everybody doing uh, on a Tuesday? Uh, Tuesday, late morning, right before we hit high noon. Um by the way, I don't know why I just spoke into the microphone. Because, again, this is the second show in a row that my freaking – Mike, my good mic, my good mic here isn't working, so I'm basically having to work off my freaking uh, laptop microphone again as we welcome in our first five viewers. Hope you guys are doing good. Uh, I'm your host, Will Dalton, a.k.a. Wilburn Gold, and I uh, hope everybody's having a good start to their Tuesday. Um, so, yeah, we uh, had a little technical difficulties and I thought I was live a little while ago, and then it came through that it didn't go through for whatever reason. So we restarted. Uh, so we're good now. I uh, hope everybody's having a good start to their day. Um, I know uh, I got me a little workout in. Uh, had some. By the way, I mixed it up today on the breakfast. So usually here lately, uh, I've been kind of going low carbs, you know, trying to lean up more. Um, so I've been going no carbs or not many. And so usually for breakfast, I go three, four eggs, uh, protein bar, some almonds and some fruit. Today, I mixed it up and I had some salmon. Uh, usually don't do that, but there was some salmon already cooked in the fridge. And I heated that bad boy up, put a little hot sauce, a little glaze, a hot sauce, a little dusting of pepper uh, and... We got that thing rocking and rolling. So, yeah, uh, breakfast was good. Been bit, By the way, I told some of you guys this before. I flip things 
on eBay and Facebook Marketplace. Like, I'm over here. I've got freaking Nerf guns on the floor, toy lightsaber on the bed, computer monitor. Like, I just... We got all types of stuff. And an ACC show right here, primetime. We got all types of stuff going on in here. Uh, but, yeah, I hope everybody's doing good. This is going to be a very NFL-heavy show, uh, naturally so, because it's literally a little spot on my shirt. Uh, it's the week leading up to, in fact, T-minus five days now to the Super Bowl. I don't know what number Super Bowl it is. 55, I think, because – it was five years ago that it was Super Bowl 50 when my Panthers got to the Super Bowl and got their ass kicked by that Broncos defense and a last hurrah for Peyton Manning. Um, so I think this is 55. But, yeah, Brady, Mahomes, GOAT versus the up-and-coming GOAT, I believe, Chiefs versus Buccaneers down in Tampa. Uh, first time ever, I think, that – one of the Super Bowl teams is going to be playing the Super Bowl at home, uh, Buccaneers. So that's going to be kind of it, – it's actually kind of weird how it all came together because, you know, I remember when, you know, the news broke that Tom Brady was going to the Bucs. Everybody was like, wait a minute. The Super Bowl is in Tampa this year. Tom Brady's going to Tampa. What if – just throwing this out there, Tampa gets to the Super Bowl, and this whole beautiful concoction by Tom Brady just perfectly works out. And here we are. I mean, just I love stuff like this in sports. Now, I'm rooting for Mahomes. I'm rooting for the Chiefs because, quite frankly, I want to see Mahomes take out Tom Brady. I really want to see that. Nothing against Brady, but I want to see Mahomes get the job done. Because I personally think Mahomes is going to be the up-and-coming GOAT. I think he's going to have no problem surpassing Brady as the GOAT. Because my whole theory on that, and I explained this on the last episode, is that I think that as good as Brady obviously has been, obviously, he's not very athletic. He's a great passer of the football, re- a genius. He, he's basically LeBron James in the NFL as far as football genius. And taking care of his body. I mean, he's nobody's, I don't think anybody's as good as he is when it comes to that, clearly, because literally yesterday he was talking about that he would consider playing beyond 45, which literally, you know, I saw a lot of this kind of getting off track a little bit. I saw a lot of people talking about um, that they think Brady would retire after winning the Super Bowl. And I'm like, are you serious? That was too easy. You really think he's going to retire after one Super Bowl without Belichick? Do you not know Brady at all? He's going to, if, if he were to win this Super Bowl, he's literally going to go for more. Like, I just don't understand. Like, it, it's all. I just don't understand the notion or the idea that after winning his first Super Bowl in his first year without Belichick, that quick. He would hang it up. Nothing about Tom Brady gets me to that point to think that. Like, to me, everything I've seen about Tom and know about Tom Brady, he's going to be like, well, that was easy. Let's do it again and again and again. Like, this dude is not going to be done if he wins the Super Bowl. 
it ain't happening. Uh, so that's just my thoughts on that. Uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. Um, oh, um, my whole theory is, you know, um, Tom Brady has become the GOAT, won six rings, gotten to ten bowls, big bowls. And he's not very athletic. Now, again, ridiculously good passer of the football, ridiculously good when it comes to taking care of his body. He's equivalent to LeBron James on that. And obviously IQ of just the game in general, unmatched for now. Um, But I got to tell you, the fact that he was able to accomplish all that and he wasn't very athletic – Try If you play Madden, you know this already, but if you haven't, go play a game of Madden at any point over the last 20 years, because that's how long Brady's been in the freaking league doing this. Go try and rush with Tom Brady. Try to scramble. You ain't going to get very far. That's all I got to say about that. So now you take a quarterback in Patrick Mahomes, who is the most athletic we've maybe seen at that position outside of Lamar Jackson, but overall as a quarterback, not just his running ability. I'm talking about just the ridiculous passes he's able to make, the ridiculous plays he's able to make, the ridiculous scrambles he's able to make and just make shit happen, quite frankly, uh, just off script. You take that. He's already won an MVP. He's already won a Super Bowl. Super Bowl MVP. And he's 24, 5? He's either 25 or 24, one or the other. He's already accomplished the things that he's accomplished. And he's that young. And he's got that coach, Andy Reid, and he's got that roster around him for the most part going forward. How could you not think he was going to beat Brady as the GOAT? That's just the way I look at it. It's like Brady's done what he's able to do, but he ain't that athletic. You know, he's he's really achieved what he's achieved. By sheer will, you know, on, with his body, with his knowledge of the game, his how he studies the game, and obviously his work ethic. Sheer will. Mahomes has gifts and talents that Brady doesn't have, never did. Like, I think Mahomes is going to pass Brady for the GOAT quite easily, actually. I don't think it's going to take... I mean, it's going to take a little time, obviously, because Brady's done a lot. I mean, I'm not trying to downplay Brady here. I'm just talking – I'm trying to talk up Patrick Mahomes and just what we're working with here. It ain't going to take as long as it took Brady to get that status. Mahomes is going to get there. If if everything stays – you know, Andy Reid coaches him up for near the next decade. The roster stays somewhat intact for the most part over the next five, six years maybe, maybe even four Ain't no telling what they're going to accomplish. So, uh, so there's my spiel on that. So, yes, this is going to be a very NFL-heavy show. Uh, real quick, want to take a moment to recognize our sponsor, American Betting Experts. They have sponsored our show here at ACC Tailgate and all our other shows here on Chris Landry Football. Uh, they wanted to give you guys a special offer, you know, all our podcast listeners as well. Hello, podcast listeners. Um, 
So here's what you do. You're going to go to our website, Chris Landry, or not Chris Landry, just LandryFootball.com. Uh, you're going to click on the ad. It'll be in the upper right side of the page. You're going to pick among the gaming sites legal in your state, BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet, whatever you use. Um, and then you're just going to sign up, instantly receive an account deposit match or risk-free bet. It's going to go from $100 all the way to $1,000 potentially. And it's literally that easy. So, again, go to LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. Maybe check out some of our other stuff on LandryFootball.com too. Uh, and get in on that action from American betting experts. Um, real quick, before we start to dive into some of this NFL stuff, some of this stuff, by the way, uh, is stuff that I've had built up over the last couple of shows that just quite frankly, I haven't been able to get to, you know, I've been talking about, you know, we got into the NCAA rankings, um, the ACC, uh, rankings for football upcoming schedule release last week, uh, you know, talk some Clemson football, what to expect, Carolina football, what to expect, Miami football, what to expect, Boston College football, what to expect, um, you know, ACC basketball's in full swing, uh, ACC tournament's going to be right here in my backyard in Greensboro. I don't know. I actually know, I probably need to find this out. Um, I need to find out if fans are going to be allowed at that. I don't know. I, well, Considering Carolina isn't doing fans, Duke isn't doing fans, I don't think NC State's doing fans. So just based off of that, I don't think they're going to allow it. But maybe I'm wrong because it's the ACC tournament. I mean, you know, by the time we get to that point in, you know, March, early March, which is a little over a month away. Half the time I don't even know what the day is anymore. Um I don't know, I got to find out if they're going to allow fans of that. Because I got to tell you, you know, I'm excited. Like, I love the ACC tournament so much. Um, but, yeah, so ACC basketball is in full swing. Uh, FSU, the team that I've been very bullish on. I mean, I have pushed. and I mean, I'm a Carolina fan, and I've pushed the hell out of FSU uh, talking about how keep sleeping on them, keep sleeping on them. They actually got upset. I mean, I ain't worried about them or anything, but, they, I mean, they're still in the top. They dropped – they were 16. They dropped down to 20. They got beat by Georgia Tech. Uh, Freaking um, Jose Alvarado or whatever his name is, that dude with the curly hair for Georgia Tech, he uh, balled out and, you know, was a big factor in taking out FSU. Also, either last night or the night before, uh, women's basketball – the one part, the one sport that I cannot raz NC State about. Uh, number four, NC State took out number one, Louisville, for a second time this year. Uh, so shout out to the Lady Wolfpack. Um, again, that's the one sport I can't raz NC State about. I don't know what they look like baseball, uh, baseball wise. I know, um, yeah, I don't know what they, I need to take a look at that because I can raz them all day in men's basketball. A little less this year because they beat Carolina once, but then we returned the favor a little while ago. Uh, football, I can not – again, I will say, this year I can raz NC State a little bit less. I will give you that. Um, more so in basketball, but you beat Carolina. So me personally as a Carolina fan, I can't raz you as much as normal. Definitely can in football because you – NC State, you guys were one of the more – outside of Boston College, you were the more one of the more impressive teams – 
uh, and obviously the most improved team in the ACC this year. So, but God, women's basketball, I ain't, ain't saying nothing. I ain't saying nothing in women's basketball for quite a while. Um, so let's actually start here because it's a topic that kind of overtook the weekend. Um, how about this free – so we we always talk about it when, um, you know, we've got a deep uh, recruiting class – or I don't guess recruiting class in the – a deep quarterback class in the NFL draft. That's, that's how I'll put it. You know, that year when we had Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, uh, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, even though Josh Rosen has completely gotten the shaft in the NFL. I feel bad for that dude. Um, I hope he gets a fair shot, but we, so we always talk about it, you know, when there's a very deep quarterback class coming into the NFL draft, well, this year is as deep as a free agency quarterback class in the NFL that I can remember. Now, granted, I will say there was a pretty deep free agent. Actually, I take that back because there was a pretty deep free agent quarterback class this past off season. Uh, but this one is probably even deeper. I mean, let's just take – now, some of the names on this list here are, are, are a few or – well, mainly one, Stafford, is already gone. That, that I mean, that was the story that really – and we're going to get into that in a minute. That was the story that really overtook the weekend was Matthew Stafford getting traded uh, to the L.A. Rams from the Detroit Lions. Jared Goff will go to the Lions. Uh, a couple of first-round picks. I think a second-round picks going to the Lions as well. Um, so here's the class that you're looking at for potential uh, quarterbacks that could be going somewhere else. Obviously, the main name on that list to me is Deshaun Watson because he has already asked for a trade um, and t- up front was denied that trade. But I, I we'll get into that in a minute. So you got Deshaun Watson. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has basically said that he doesn't know, but there's a lot of people who speculate that he's going to want out. Don't know. Uh, obviously, Stafford's already gone to the Rams. Dak Prescott, he hasn't been offered a contract yet uh, with the Cowboys. Uh, Sam Darnold, his future's in question with the Jets. Carson Wentz is in question with the Eagles. Obviously, golf's already to the Lions. Jimmy Garoppolo, who I got to be honest, I feel like people gave up on Garoppolo way too quickly. Like, it was not very long ago that he was one of the marquee, maybe not marquee, but one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. And I don't know what it was about the season that he had last year that when the 49ers, oh, I don't know, got to the freaking – now, granted, their defense was one of the best along with the Patriots in the NFL. I just don't know what people were – why people just did not like what Garoppolo was doing. I just don't. I mean, obviously he's had some injury problems. I get that. But good Lord, like – how quickly we turn around sometimes with these opinions. But, yeah, Garoppolo could be going with the 49ers. Cam Newton, uh, he's in question, obviously. He's a free agent. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater of my Panthers could be going elsewhere, uh, depending on what the Panthers want to do. Mitch Trubisky, obviously, he's in question with the Bears. Jameis Winston with the Saints could be gone. Ryan Fitzpatrick with the Dolphins could be gone. Alex Smith, he may not play anymore. We'll see. And then, obviously, I think, from what I understand, Ben Roethlisberger is going to play that one – or he's going to stay with the Steelers. We'll see if he plays uh, that last year of his contract with the Steelers. I mean, because why wouldn't you? You're getting $37 million guaranteed. 
I believe that's the exact number. I mean, I one more year, last hurrah. Um, so, yeah, that's a pretty damn deep quarterback class. And it's not even just deep in the sense that it's got a lot of names on it. It's deep in the sense that every one of those names is a starting quarterback. You know, this ain't just backups and, you know, okay quarterback. Like, And, by the way, I heard Kirk Cousins, to add to that a little bit, um, I've heard that potentially the 49ers could be interested in Kirk Cousins. I don't see it. Well, not that I don't see it because I don't think they would do it. I don't see it as an I wouldn't do it if I was the 49ers. Me personally, I don't like Kirk Cousins. I just don't. I don't – as a quarterback anyway. I don't like him as a quarterback. Never have. Didn't like him on the time of the Redskins. I thought um, – now, granted, RG3 – I call him RG2 now because he ain't what he used to be, obviously. Probably RG1 now, but I just hate seeing what has become of RG3's career. Now, granted, he's had a lot of injuries. He is not the quarterback anymore that he used to be or when he first got into the league with the Redskins. Um, so, obviously, I'm not saying that, but I think at the point where he was being replaced by Kirk Cousins on the Redskins – I think he got shafted by Jay Gruden. Um, I think he still had something to offer. I still think he still had uh, some left of what he initially was when he came into the league. I just think he never got to show it, and I think he gradually deteriorated. More injuries did not help. But I think that RG3 got the shaft from the Redskins, quite frankly. Um so I've never been fond, and obviously that's not Kirk Cousins' fault, but I just mean as far as his play as a quarterback, I've never liked it. I've never thought he was good. You know, I think all the numbers and yards that he has put up as a fairly offensive quarterback, you know, he's thrown for a lot of yards. I think they're bloated. I don't think they mean anything because he can never get it done when it matters. Primetime playoffs doesn't matter. He's gotten it done a couple of times in those games, very rarely. Um which ultimately is all that matters in the league is winning big games. Um, so I, I think Kirk Cousins is a front. You know, I just – I don't see it. I would not trade Jimmy Garoppolo or – I would rather have Jimmy Garoppolo as my quarterback than Kirk Cousins any day of the week. Um, so – but, again, I you know, that's, that's me coming from a place where I really just don't believe in Kirk Cousins as a quarterback – and I don't understand why people just backed off of Jimmy Garoppolo so fast. I don't get it. Uh, you know, but that's the way it goes sometimes. Uh, but, yeah, really deep NFL free agency class. Now let's move on to Matt Stafford and that whole trade that went down um, over the weekend. Matt Stafford and uh, the Lions trade Matt Stafford to the Rams. Uh, obviously the Rams – Traded golf, traded a couple of first-round picks. I believe a second-round pick or a third-round pick, whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what you're looking at. Um, <clears throat> now we're going to find out what Matt Stafford's all about. We're going to see now. You know, we're going to find out. We're going to find – I mean, I, I think he's going to do well with the Rams. I think uh, – uh, I think Matt Stafford is obviously – I think he's way better than Jared Goff. I think uh, that Jared Goff 
this is not going to go well for him in Detroit. It's just not. I like Detroit is really the new Cleveland Browns, in my opinion. Uh, it just complete the definition of irrelevant to the point where probably people forget there is a Detroit Lions uh, outside of the fans. Obviously, hate it for you guys, but yeah, it, this ain't gonna end well for Jared Goff, in my opinion. Uh, I think um, yeah, I don't know. I feel bad for him. I mean, he's just getting shipped out to Detroit, essentially. I mean. To rot is what I think is going to happen. Like, I, I think we will not hear much out of golf anymore. Um, but I am excited to see what Matthew Stafford looks like uh, with the Rams because the Rams are a very good team, very good defense. They've got offensive weapons, got a good running back and acres, got good, obviously, good receivers, Cup, Woods, all those guys out there ridiculously genius offensive coach and Sean, Sean McVay. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited for Matthew Stafford. I mean, he's been this, this is why I feel like Jared Goff is just good. I mean, he's out, he's going out to the boondocks as far as NFL terms are concerned. I mean, cause Matthew Stafford is a very, I mean, I, I mean, you've heard Aaron Rodgers talk, praise this guy, his arm strength and the things that he's able to do with his arm and others praise him as well. But he's been out in Detroit, and it's like, ain't got nothing to show for it. And so now he's going to a situation where he can immediately contend for a Super Bowl uh, in the NFC with those weapons with the Rams. I mean, I'm excited for I'm very excited for Matthew Stafford. So now, you know, we're gonna find out what Stafford's really all about. Now, you know, and not only that, he's going to LA you know, one of the big stages in sports and in the country. So it's going to be exciting to see. And, again, golf is just oof. Oof. That's all I got to say about that. Now, what does it mean to, for Deshaun Watson? Here's the question. You know, I think uh, it definitely um, – I think it definitely means that – who? because, I mean, the Rams gave up a lot to get Stafford. Just Stafford. That's all they got. You know, they gave up golf. They gave up two first-round picks and either a second or a third-round pick, whatever it was. Um, so if you're trying to get Deshaun Watson, you are going to have to give up the farm. Not only that, but you're going to have to give up the farm because we heard uh, the GM come out for the Texans come out the other day and said organizationally and adamantly – we are not interested in trading, and I quote, the player, which that, the way he put that, we're not interested in trading the player, that was like he was talking to Deshaun Watson, essentially. You know, just the way he put that, uh, it was very um, kind of standoffish, in my opinion, I thought it sounded, but... Deshaun Watson is going to hold his ground. I think I think Deshaun Watson has the leverage. I think the Texans are a horrible organization, um, and I think that you know basically I think I felt like in my I felt like the way uh, when that GM came out and gave that press conference the other day, it, it was like the Texans were trying to be the tough guy. Essentially, you know, we are not going to we're not interested in trading the player. But at the end of the day, 
You ain't got the leverage. The one of the best players or best quarterbacks in this league has the leverage. And he doesn't have to do anything for you. He may not show up. He may just eat this whole season. He might. Uh, but to me, the Texans, it was a front. Like they, they ain't got no leverage. They tried to appear like they were the tough guy and had leverage. Like we are not. I, I don't I think Deshaun Watson has all the leverage. I think he'll be out of there within the year. Um God, I hope the Panthers get him. And I've heard, and now granted, you know, I, I've heard obviously Deshaun either wants to go. He wants to go to the Jets uh, because Salah, I believe that's the new coach's name at the Jets, he wants to play for him. Um, so, you know, Darnold might be uh, getting the boot. Um, but I think he needs a change of scenery anyway, my personal opinion. I think Darnold, uh, he needs a little reboot and uh, needs a clean slate to kind of re-get his career going. Um, I think it'd be good for him, but ugh. I got, I hope the Panthers, like I've heard through the grapevines that, I mean, they're going to, the Panthers are going to be very aggressive because I mean, David Tepper is very good at this type of thing. He will spend what he has to spend to get what he wants. He can afford it. Uh, you know, he gave Matt rule and Matt rule was literally about to sign with the New York giants head coach. Uh, and Matt and uh, David Tepper just swooped in and said, "No, we'll pay you that." And and Matt Rule just threw that pen away and picked up the Panthers pen and signed that deal. I don't know where that went. Um. So yeah, I do not do not underestimate David Tepper when it comes to this type of thing. He may yet. And by the way, I think it could be beautiful. Because the Panthers are in the process of building for the future. They're long-term right now. You know, they won five games this year. I predicted that they wouldn't win four. Um, you know, I thought based on the schedule they had, they would be very competitive, um, but wouldn't win a lot of games. And that's essentially how they lost all the games that they lost, was just by possession or so. Um so they're building. They're building for the future. They got nice weapons. You know, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, obviously McCaffrey. Uh, um, they got nice weapons there. Um, Robbie Anderson, obviously, um, and then and the defense is coming along. It's just still the O line needs some work. That's needed work for a while. Uh, but the Panthers, they're they're in the process of building, and you put Deshaun Watson in that mix, you go from this could be bold. And I don't want to get too bold here, but you put Deshaun Watson in the mix over there with the Panthers. You go from, you know, we're building for the future slowly. You know, we're coming along. We're not bad, but we're, we're just working. We're getting there to we're there. I mean, there. As in immediate. I don't want to go as far as to say Super Bowl contenders because that's like, that's up there, but they're in the conversation. Because when you take into account what Deshaun Watson and McCaffrey could do together, working hand-in-hand, hand, you know, you got Watson, a quarterback that can run and pass, and McCaffrey, one of, if not the best running back in the league. Imagine the play-action plays. Like, you don't know if McCaffrey's getting ready to run it. You don't know if Deshaun – like. That could be very dangerous. And just, again, 
the reason I would feel comfortable saying that I think the Panthers could automatically be contenders is because they had took the time to build this foundation. I mean, that's what happens in a matter in sports and business and life. When you take the time to sl- be patient and slowly build the foundation of something, it's like when you get that break of something coming your way or a piece coming your way that really elevates you significantly because you took the time to build the foundation first, you're already there. You're immediately there. Whereas if they had just, I don't know, not taken the time to build the foundation, they might have Deshaun Watson and McCaffrey, but you know they wouldn't have an up-and-coming defense. They wouldn't have good receivers. You know, it would just be kind of a flashy quarterback, a good running back, and then just like kind of shallow and hollow. They wouldn't have much else to show for it, and it wouldn't take you very far. Um, We kind of saw that with the Patriots, with, you know, Cam Newton at quarterback. Now, granted, Cam Newton's, you know, not what he used to be, but he carried them a little bit early in the season, but because they had no weapons, they had nothing in the cabinet, it only took you so far. You figure out how to stop one or two players, but when you've got a lot of different options and because you've taken the time to build a foundation, you've got a lot of different weapons, you've got a lot of different things you can use in the arsenal, ain't no telling what you're going to do. So that's the importance of taking the time to build uh, the foundation. So we'll see what happened with Watson. Let me leave you with this. I think, uh, you know, obviously I got more into um, – and if the free agency stuff with the quarterbacks today, um, we're going to get more so into the Super Bowl conversations on Thursday, obviously, because it's a little closer uh, to the game. But I'll leave you with this about Tom Brady. And just kind of an observation I had. I felt like this year Tom Brady pulled a LeBron. And what I mean by that is LeBron, Not a, one of the things that, in my opinion, makes him – I'm not going to crown him the GOAT yet just because – I mean, I don't know. I take a different perspective on that whole GOAT conversation than a lot of other people do. I mean, a lot of people just look at the six rings that MJ has – or the fact that he was more of a, just a killer assassin mentali- mentality than LeBron is. But at the same time, MJ elevated no one outside of maybe Scottie Pippen. MJ didn't elevate anybody. He he didn't. Um, that, that wasn't his style. LeBron is all about how can I build everybody up? How can I build everybody up and get everybody at their best self? How can I do that? And that, to me carries more weight than, oh, I just won six rings. Now, obviously, you got to win rings. LeBron's got four. But I just, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you what you do for others, how you elevate others, matters more than anything else. It just does. Uh, because it, it, it carries more weight. I mean, what you do for those around you carries more weight than what you can do by yourself. It's called legacy, essentially. Um, And LeBron is not just the best player in the league. He's the best executive in the league. He's the best coach in the league. I mean, what does he do everywhere he goes? It doesn't matter when he went to the Heat, when he went back to Cleveland, when he's with the Lakers. He gets some of the best pieces you can get. because, Like, he gets – he recruits players. 
he, he's that executive player for the team. I mean, he's essentially one of the coaches on the team. He does it all. He's able to do those things. And to me, Tom Brady's done that this year with the Buccaneers. Um, you know, he got Antonio Brown in there. He got uh, he he got a lot. He taught all the players that you know it, it was known as the Patriot way, but now to me it's just the TB12 way uh, because that's just what it is. But I just feel like Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay this year and pulled a LeBron. You know, he came and he instilled a culture into an entire organization, quite frankly. He brought certain players. You know, Antonio Brown comes to mind. Um, Doesn't always have the cleanest relationship with the head coach. You know, him and – then again, you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. But, you know, him and Bruce Arians, some have speculated. I I think personally their relationship is fine. But they have had some moments, a couple of moments this year where it was just like, eh, you know, Bruce Arians probably shouldn't have said that. Tom Brady probably took exception to that, but whatever. Um, and you've seen LeBron have, you know, David Blatt. Uh, you know, you've seen, you know, Frank, you've seen him have a little bit of differences with his coaches over the years. But you work it out and you make it work. Um, so yeah, that that to me is just what came to mind this year when I was thinking about what Tom Brady has been able to do, getting to that Super Bowl without Belichick. Elevating. I mean, you, you hear it every time uh, you, you hear an analyst talking about the Buccaneers that Tom Brady has just instilled a discipline and his, excuse me, his way into that organization and that roster. Um, you know, a roster that used to be very kind of chaotic and dysfunctional in the Buccaneers forever is now a Tom Brady led Super Bowl uh, team. So, just food for thought. Um, that is going to do it for us today on a Tuesday. Appreciate everybody who tuned in. Uh, appreciate our sponsor, American Betting Experts, all our podcast listeners, all of you who are watching uh, on either Twitch or podcast after this is posted. Uh, appreciate you guys for getting in on the action here on ACC Tailgate. Uh, Thursday, we're going to get into – I meant to – I teased this on uh, last – show i wanted to get into the question and we will do this on thursday because this is going to be you know today was i guess uh free agent you know a lot of nfl but free agency stuff thursday will be a super bowl heavy show just going to go ahead and tell you that um naturally so uh gonna talk a little super bowl food super bowl festivities you know what what are some of your um I hope to get a lot of you guys in the comments on Thursday, uh, you know, talk about what are your favorite Super Bowl foods, some of your favorite Super Bowl traditions. I know for me, the Super Bowl is like a holiday. Um, So we'll get into that. I want to ask the question, does Bill Belichick, you know, now that Tom Brady has at the very minimum gotten to a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick, his first attempt, especially if, if Brady wins the Super Bowl, does Belichick need to get to and or win a Super Bowl without Tom Brady to hold up his legacy that he's got or enhance it? I want that question. I want those answers from you guys. And obviously we're going to get into, you know, just the game itself, you know, what to expect. You know, there'll be some, there'll be some AC basketball in there as well, but a Super Bowl heavy show on Thursday. So appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, I'm your host, Will Dalton. 
uh, AKA Wilburn Gold. I uh, hope, you know, get to know all of you. Uh, hit me up on social media, uh, any platform, I'll be there. Um, I'd love to get to know you guys. Keep building this community. Uh, Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. A lot of Super Bowl to get into. We'll see you then. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.